Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. There's a pattern that you might be experiencing as you go about your self-improvement journey. And that is of the original struggle that you go through, you know, when you're experiencing like some bad habits or you've messed up and you've made a mistake, just like I did today when I told my girl to wash my uniform and I had to record this video. That's why I'm sat here naked. I'm not even wearing any shorts right now and the window's open as well, bro. Someone should like stand outside my apartment and like quickly zoom in on the camera and like, how much you reckon you could sell a picture like that for? <laughs> Success leads to complacency. And now you don't have to be like an astronomical success to, to experience this, but chances are that you're actually a lot more complacent than you actually think you are if you have experienced some elements of success in your self-improvement or your work journey so far. Sometimes we need like this, this reminder that potentially we've taken our foot off the gas and for example we've stopped working as hard on our business or making money in our, in our career and if that's something that you're interested in if you feel like you've went a little bit complacent in making money especially if you've wanted to like you know create a business or make online income my friend Iman is like running a free event which you can go and watch like how to make money as a young person and I'll have that linked below so you can go there right now if you want to watch that I'm doing like a guest speaking sort of collaboration on this event with me and Iman where we're going to teach people how to actually build more money and success and sort of get away from this complacency that happens once you've made some good progress and perhaps you just needed this reminder right now because it happens to me a lot more then I, you know, I'd really like to admit, but if I make like a significant amount of progress on, let's say, my physique, and it feels like, yep, yeah, you know, like I'm, I'm massive. Like, look at me. Like, I'm so in shape. I'm so in shape. I'm so massive. I have that feeling, and that's almost like a feeling of history of the progress that I've just made. But like, if you asked me there and then on the day when I just kind of remembered that I've been very successful in in building my physique, that same day I may have ate some junk food. That same day I may have like probably didn't train as hard because you see when you have built like a good level of success you 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 subconsciously you don't even realize this is happening but you subconsciously stop working as hard 
honestly, like for the last two years that I've been on this journey for a large part of that, like I was actually complacent without realizing it. And you might have like some of the symptoms of complacency. And number one is that you, you're not working as hard because you feel like you're already at like the optimum level. Is this you? Like, are you kind of just coasting along with the plan of like what you've set? Just kind of like, yeah, but like, that, that's as much as I can do. For a long time, I used to say that exact same phrase. Well, this is about as much as I, I, I couldn't really do much more. Incorrect. You can do more. You just don't really know what to do just now. And so you can carry on to the, you know, pushing and making the same progress that you're doing right now. But the highest level people spend some time figuring out more things that they can do. I found that like lower success people, like lower like you know, levels of success, people spend more time just kind of like doing what they know, but not really improving past that. So for example, let me, let me tell you a story. If you go to any gym right now, you'll see the kind of guy who seems to have built like a very, you know, pretty decent physique. He's made some good progress. But then if you ask him how long he's been training for, and you know, he's bench pressing like 60 kg for the reps or whatever, right? So it's not like extremely successful or anything. And he'll say like, oh, years. So what actually happened? You'll see this in any gym that you go to that most of the people there who have been training for a couple of years got complacent after six months of training, and they literally have made about six to 12 months of progress, even though they've been consistently going to the gym. I've been going to the gym for about eight to nine years. I've probably made like three to four years of progress because I was complacent for like four years of it. Obviously not like all at once, but more so like I'd get, you know, really serious in the gym when I first started for maybe about a month or something, but then be complacent for like two weeks whilst I was taking a lot of shirtless pictures because you don't realize that you've just taken your foot off the gas. You needed this reminder sometimes. Hopefully you have the humility to accept this. Sometimes you need a reminder that you can't take your foot off the gas. If anything, the, the more successful that you become, the harder you need to push to keep making more, like more gains. And you know, we learned this from the gym. We learned that if, for example, you get really strong and you can bench press 100 kg of reps, well, you can't go and do the lower weight and the lower volume anymore. You see, to make progress for the rest of your life, it always has to be difficult. If it's not difficult, if it's not challenging, then you're probably not progressively overloading. And, and the concept of progressive overload works in all areas. I wish I had someone when I was going through my self-improvement journey, make a video somewhat to this, which just kind of reminded me that chances are for maybe more than 50% of your journey, you're probably quite complacent. And, and the weird thing is that you'll probably be pretty certain that you're not. This is so interesting. Like for the times that I was complacent, I am sure that if I went back in time to tell that version of myself, oh yeah, you're complacent right now. He wouldn't have believed me. He would have had this arrogant sense of like, no, but look, I've made so much progress. And that's technically technically true. You made so much progress, but for the past week, you've been complacent. Progress leads to complacency. Progress leads to taking time off because you've made so much progress. You know what I mean? So this is like the, the, the dynamic of someone dieting down, losing loads of weight, and then having a cheat day to celebrate. And before they know it, they've had like four days off their diet. They didn't set a plan of action of like a new diet to go on to once they reach their goal weight. And within two to three weeks, they've gained an extra 10 pounds. Complacence. The same with your physique, the same with, you know, your weightlifting tr journey. You train really hard for like a year, you make really good progress, but then after that, you don't level it up. The gym feels kind of like somewhat easy for you and just routine now, doesn't it? 
I'm telling you right now, like, if you're not gritting your teeth with pain, if you're not scared of your workout, you're probably not making gains. It hurts to say this, but like, this was going to be a separate video where I was going to talk about why you're not making gains, but I guess I can mix it into this one. You're not making gains in the gym, whether it's in the gym or in your work, because you're not gritting your teeth like you used to when you were a beginner. You're not pushing as hard as you used to. When you first went to the gym, how, how painful was it? How sore were your muscles? You pushed a lot. You used so much discipline for that, didn't you? And yet the, the gym just feels kind of normal now. And I am certain if you're not scared of your workout, I will say this again. If you're not scared of your workout, you're probably not going to make gains. Just like when you first started off, you were, almost had like a bit of fear for your workout, especially for something like leg day, especially when you get that burning pain. Recently, you've been walking out of the gym just fine after leg day, haven't you? And you might think, oh, well, you know, it's just a meme when people say like their legs really hurt after leg day. Like you experience that leg day burn and you don't anymore. And you're certain it's because you're just advancing and advanced people don't get sore. But if you go and hit like a real workout, like how you used to push yourself relative to your capabilities, bro, you will be walking out holding the handrail when you walk up the stairs in the gym. The same for your work. Do you know... I was semi-retired when I was 25 years old, 24 years old. 24 years old, I was making 20,000 pounds a month. 22, 23, $24,000 per month. And I was working, like I followed, you know, the book, the four-hour work week. I followed that and I was working for less than four hours a week. I was literally, the only work I was doing was just recording videos. And for about six months, I was totally complacent without even realizing I was complacent because I thought I was like, I was ultra successful, right? I mean, like, bro, I was making people's yearly salary per month. I was totally complacent, but I didn't realize it because when you're complacent, you just think of the history you've had of the progress and the success that you've built, but you don't really think of like what you're doing today. So I spent literally about six months of my life just wasting time like just recently like about a year ago and you know not wasting time with like fucking video games or anything but like wasting time just kind of like you know your day just kind of slips by when you haven't really planned to do anything like ultra productive with it so maybe i'd read for like two hours or something and maybe record videos like twice a week and then the day would just be gone and go to the gym as well but those things like all three of those things should take like four hours out of your day five six hours out of your day but my entire day would just slip by why because I was complacent, because I thought I reached this point of success where I no longer have to keep improving. And in the, in the case of, let's say, being a YouTuber, if you aren't focused on getting that like small marginal improvement every single day, there is a guy who will, there is a guy who is, and he'll take over. That's why I was able to rise so quickly in like, you know, the YouTube space, because I was like, like, obsessively sadistically improving and just like really like like i went back to it now but for example if you want to know like my sort of work day it, it's more than 12 hours really like i'll wake up at about 5 a.m and i'll stop working about 7 to 8 now i'm not like working 100 focused through all that time you know obviously i'm taking breaks i'm eating i'm going to the toilet and stuff but like roughly like i'll wake up and pretty much work all day and then go to sleep and like i love doing that but the reason why i love doing that is because i kind of it gives me the sense of security that like i know that no one else can really match that this is a very interesting point. Maybe if you're a bit more advanced in your self-improvement, you might like to hear this. You know, that concept of deep work and the four-hour work week, which is like, okay, minimize your work hours and that might actually be better for you. I did that for a long time. And honestly, it didn't really make me happy. It didn't make me happy. And like, 
And also, my output, like my performance, my effectiveness wasn't really as high as it possibly could have been. Like working makes me happy. Working makes me like, you know, feel good. I like being productive. I like just getting stuff done. I like being in work mode all day. Like I used to just, you know, minimize my work and then just kind of spend the rest of the time just kind of like doing ineffective work. Like not even shallow work, just kind of like thinking and, you know, just reading like very slowly and stuff, reading a bunch of books and stuff and not even applying them. Up until I just realized like I'm happier now when I'm not complacent and I'm literally in work mode for most of the day. And I'm getting more done as well. And I'm getting more success. That was like a quick tip. If you've read the, the four, uh, four hour work week and the deep work book, you might have this like belief that you should only be working for, you know, three hours a day, four hours a day. And that like is my fault because I've told you to do that. But I've recently switched because not because you know, I'm in this like Gary V like, oh yeah, like, oh, like work all day, hustle, hustle, hustle. I'm not trying to like act like this. I, I was never really going to tell you this, honestly, like I was, cause I didn't want to like, portray this kind of like sigma male grind set kind of thing but i'm just kind of like it just makes me happy i'm just in work mode if i'm not like actually doing work tasks then i'm speaking to sam like my right hand man my my um, my friend and we're just talking about work anyway so Johnny, you know I mean? like, it makes me happy doing that and like, that shows an element of like anti-complacency and perhaps that's something that you need because right now it's so easy to be complacent and not even by, you know, the things that happen to normal people like to get distracted with video games and social media. It might even be by your own brain that's just convinced you that you're successful enough that you don't even need to improve anymore. But if you are in that state where you think that right now there's not much you can improve on, you're, you're going to lose the success that you've built. You must understand this is so interesting. To not, to not only grow, but to maintain, literally just to maintain the success that you've built, you still have to be working hard. Think about it. To maintain your gains in the gym, you still have to go to the gym and push hard. To maintain your success. The thing is, maintenance is kind of like a myth, especially in cases of like success, let's say in YouTube. Because if you maintain your channel on YouTube, you're essentially dying because other people are growing and the market is growing as, as a whole. Let's say in, with your physique, if you're maintaining your physique, if you're just maintaining your physique and you know, you're just being kind of like lazy with it, maybe you're ultra busy, you know, it's exams or something. All right, fa- fair enough. But let's say you're just kind of being lazy and you're saying, Oh, I'm just maintaining. Uh. Technically, you're not maintaining because other guys are getting fitter. Whilst a lot of the, the major, like the majority of the population are getting unfit. The thing is, a good amount of guys are getting fitter, which means that you, like your body relative to them is getting actually worse, even though you're maintaining. And this is especially true in any kind of like work related success. If you're not improving, then you're literally just dying. If you're not improving, then you are complacent. And for a large time, I'm not going to lie, I think I was wrong because I've always had this sort of like energy, this ethos of like huge improvements, you know, change your life, huge goals. And I've quite often I've criticized that dynamic of like, you know, the 1% better every day. I just realized literally today or yesterday that perhaps it is that mindset of just trying to get that 1% better every single day, every single like week. And that's what you strive for. You ruthlessly focus on the 1%. So for example, one of the new things that I've been doing now, if you want to like copy, like, you know, my YouTube strategies, I have some going through every video that's posted onto the, this main channel with the editor who's edited that video and literally going through it like second by second and being critical of it. And I obviously still gave him some like good feedback, some praise, but he's literally going through like every single bit of editing, every cut, every bit of animation, stop like, you know, frame by frame kind of thing. Maybe it'll take half an hour and maybe he'll point out like two good things. 
but that's how you actually like improve like after a while like, you know when you're first starting off in the gym like think about it to make gains you literally just go to the gym you don't need to overthink anything you just go to the gym don't you if you're a guy who's never been to the gym you literally just need to go to the gym just lift some weights you don't even need to think about it you don't need to know any workout routine anything like that you literally just go and lift whatever weight and you'll make some muscle it's as literally as simple as that same with youtube if you've never posted like a youtube you know with any kind of work if you've never posted like a youtube video before on your channel literally just post it doesn't even matter what you post but you'll start gaining some level of traction with that but then after you've made some progress to keep making progress you have to like progressively overload and do better and eventually it's no longer that you just have to go to the gym and you'll make muscle it's like you have to go with the perfect workout routine that you've optimized and every exercise is it like has been split tested in like different orders to make sure it's it's better for your like energy and your work rate and everything you start like autistically thinking about how many grams of carbs you're eating, weighing out each individual grains of rice. Yep, three, four years ago, you were like it's just spooning a jar of Nutella. Like to make progress as you go along, you need to do more and more. And people don't really seem to realize this because what happens is that someone makes a bit of progress and then doesn't want to sacrifice more and then just ends up staying there. I had a phrase once which I really, really appreciated, which you might, which was the phrase that, sacrifice must be progressively overloaded you understand progressive overload you know it's just you do a bit more a bit more every single week every month you add a bit more weight a bit more volume a bit a few more sets reps sacrifice must be progressively overloaded so ask yourself right now have you been adding to the sacrifice have you been sacrificing like pleasurable instant gratification over the last two weeks more than you did two months ago because if you haven't Honestly, if you have not been sacrificing more in the last two weeks than you did two months ago, you probably are complacent. And what's so interesting is that your own brain will disagree and try to protect you from like the hurt feelings of this. But certain people just have that underlying voice, the voice of truth, the voice of Adonis that will kind of say like, oh yeah, shit, he is right. Perhaps you've been watching this video and you know exactly what you've been complacent in. All through this video, it's almost like you, you want the video to end so you can go and like, you know, journal and note something down so you've got some ideas. And I'll let you do that right now. You can click on watch this video if you want to watch more videos from me. Do the hard work, especially when you don't feel like it. Mwah. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.